Welcome to the game of crowdfunding draft pick edition recorded Tuesday, May 13th, 2014. I'm Jeff King and with me as always is Sarah Reed. That's right. We are back for draft picks again. We're still in season three, although it's coming close. We're, we're almost to the end of season three here. Yeah, we are. But we are back again to do draft picks for you. But before we get to that, Sarah. Yeah. Some people may already know this if they listen to the main podcast, but we have a sponsor for this episode. Somebody that is on Kickstarter right now, they actually have an ad on the All Us Geeks website as well. But then uh, we started having some conversations behind the scenes and they decided that they wanted to sponsor not only the last main episode of All Us Geeks, but the next draft pick as well. So our sponsor is the D4 Rollable Four-Sided Dice Kickstarter Project. Cool. Yes. Have you been checking that one out at all? I have. It looks, it looks really cool. Yeah, we like it from the fact that we collect dice. So it's something a little bit different to put in our dice jar as well. I mean, it's nice to have the uh, additional rollable D4s that Mm kind of you're used to with all the other dice that you usually roll and and getting away from that caltrop look a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what we threaten each other with is like, don't piss me off or I'll throw a D4 at you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, above and beyond that, we just think they'd look kind of cool in our our dice jar. Especially now that we're trying to refill it since we took all our dice and put it in our dice lamp. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, they've got this uh, project going on. It's rollable D4s. You can go check it out. Again, you can go to the allusgeeks.com website and click over from the ad or check out the show notes and you can click over from there or just search for it on Kickstarter. But they have uh, rollable D4s in multiple colors. With, uh, when you roll it, the number will be right on top. Uh, that's one thing you kind of sometimes get into is uh, D4s <laughs> kind of sometimes they have the number you're looking for on the bottom. Sometimes they have the number on the top. And sometimes uh-huh. they confuse people that aren't used to D4s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, the number that you roll will be right up, up front. And you'll know what it is. So they've got a lot of colors already available. They have fully funded. So now they're working towards stretch goals, and those stretch goals are like uh, more colors to unlock and different fonts that you can potentially get on the dice as well. Nice. So fonts and colors and other patterns that they're unlocking, all that good stuff. Any money you give them at this point is going towards more options for you to use when you get your dice. And this one is going to end on May 19th, 2014. Definitely go check them out. And again, if you decide to back it, uh, let them know that uh, you appreciate them sponsoring All Us Geeks. Definitely. All right. So from there, Sarah Mm -hmm. and I get to go into the recaps from previous picks that are still left over. Yeah. So uh, we still have some April 1st stuff here. And actually, Mm -hmm. this one turned out kind of interesting. We had a, a round one left over from April 1st which was Heavy Steam versus Sakura. They're both ended now. I took a look at them real quick today. I believe you got the percentage overfunded. I did. It was quite interesting. So Um, I got the other two points on that, on those. Yeah, I wasn't going to be able to compete with the amount (laughs) raised. (laughs) So uh, looking at this, let's see. Heavy Steam as well, Heavy Steam's actually still got 50 minutes to go. I didn't realize that. So as of the time we're recording, I thought it was over for some reason. It's almost over. Almost over. By the time anybody hears this, it'll definitely be over. 
<laughs> but as of this moment, and I'm just going to go ahead and uh, wipe this one since we're so close and, and mm-hmm. score off the points. Uh, but with 50 minutes to go, they were looking for 55000 uh, currently at $63,389. And so unless something drastic happens here, uh, we'll, I'll double check it once more at the close, but I believe I'm about 114% overfunded with 561 backers. Mm-hmm. And um, I put up uh, Sakura against that. They were only looking for 25000 And while they funded, it was only at 33463 so not as much as Heavy Steam raised. And with only 489 backers. But the percentage overfund was 134 So yeah. just squeaked above uh, Heavy Steam. Yep. So, again, unless something uh, drastic happens here in the last 50 minutes, <laughs> uh, I'll get two points off of that and you'll get one. Yeah. And then uh round 2 was still kind of out in the out in the open as well. Um you did the Lost Lands, the Lost City of Baracus. Mm-hmm. And I think that had had that ended last time? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, no, it uh I know no, it just recently ended. Okay. And I know we were still waiting for Clash now and uh Clash was almost over when we talked last time. Unfortunately, right. Clash did not fund like I kind of said it might not when we talked yeah. last time. So all three points to Sarah, but uh, let's yep. go ahead and hear how uh, yours did. Yeah, Lost Lands was a, a big surprise. I mean, they were only looking for 15000 and they raised $57,458 with 991 backers. That was 383% over fund. So they, they did awesome. And then let's see, round three, rounds three and four, and four we already yeah. scored off. So mm-hmm. then we go to our last round, which I had stay away. Yep. And that has ended. So they were looking for $8,000. They got $16,440 with 494 backers. Yep. And I put against it Bellwether, which was looking for a much lower goal of 2000 And while I'm very happy they successfully funded at 2616 they only had 54 backers. So uh, I was only 131%. So all three of those points go to you. Yeah, because mine was about 205%, I think, on yeah. that one. Yep. All right. So those that was will get wiped out, and I'll get three points on that. And let's see. So then we go into uh, what we did for April 15th. Mm-hmm. Sarah's franchise pick is doing Woo! very well, which was yes. Eggs and Empires. Yep. Uh, that's still, yeah, it's still going. It's got till the 14th, um, of May and they're looking for 10,000 and they're currently at 17,316 with 945 backers. So that's 173% funded. All right. And let's see round two from that matchup. I put up unknown. Which is got five days left as of this recording. So it goes until May 18th, 2014. They were looking for $25,000. They have $25,412. So we're looking just over 100% here and 298 backers at this point. Nice. And I put up against it Minion. And they were looking for 26000 It ended with a whopping 45946 with 779 backers. So that puts it at a 177%. So we'll have to wait to see how Unknown ends. Yes. Um, 
to see how that pairs up. Yes. But it's looking pretty good for, it, it uh, for me. It is looking very good for Minion there. Yeah. So then round three, we scored off. Round four, I had chosen Stratagem, which is going until May 30th, 2014. They're looking for $20,000. Currently only at $8,066. Need some love, people. Yeah. Very good game, too, by the way. Uh, This is one that we did uh, do a... Yeah, we did an actual full review on this one, on the podcast. That's right. We didn't do a video, but we did a full podcast review. 135 backers right now. And I put up against it Bullfrogs, which did uh, successfully fund. They were looking for 15000 Ended with about double that at 30105 with 963 backers. And like I said, about 201% funded. All right. Then we head into round five, and Sarah starts us off. Yes, I pick Pirates, the card game. They're looking for 8000 It's still going. It'll go till May 23rd. They're currently at 13313 That's a lot of threes. They have 391 backers. They're currently at 166% funded. And I put up Cthulhu's Vault, which is Almost done. 46 hours. We're into the hours again here. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be done. They were looking for 8000 They are currently at $31,633. So that's 395% funded. Whew. And 1,124 backers. Wow. So doing well. Yes. People <laughs> love them Cthulhu. We do love our Cthulhu. <laughs> All right, so then our uh, last recording matchups. I started us out with Black Forest, which has unfortunately canceled. Oh. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Which I've got to dig into that. I haven't had time to find out why because they were halfway there. Yeah, they were. And like almost uh, 250, 249 backers. And I haven't looked at the update. So I, I actually, this is, I, I did not have time to check this one out ahead of time to find out why. Well, hopefully they'll do whatever it is they need to do and come back on Kickstarter and get it funded. All right. So what do you got? March of the Ants, right? Yes. I p- paired up March of the Ants. They were looking for 20000 They're currently at 25868 with 559 backers. And they go until, looks like, June 3rd. All right. And then... Oh, yeah. Round two is your franchise round. pick. Yes, I picked Rise to Power, a city-building card game. They're looking for 12000 They are almost there with 11487 So they're 96% funded. They have 347 backers, and they will be going till May 26th. So still time to check that out and help them fund. All right. So heading into the next round, I picked Pull. 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 A trap shooting card game from Chevy Dog. So he's looking for $5,000. He's going until May 20th, 2014. And he's got $3,375, which puts him at about 67% funded Mm -hmm. and 172 backers. Please go back this one. Yes. 
Please this do. This is a very, very excellent game that a lot of us have taken a look at. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it, it is, uh, publishers have kind of said that there's nowhere for this game. And I really don't want them proven right on this particular one. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> What'd you got? All right. Up against it, I put Arkham Fate Accelerated Companion. Oh, I don't have the whole title. Arkham Lovecraft. Yes. And Cthulhu for Fate. <laughs> That's it. It's a mouthful. In, it is a mouthful. But uh they are being successful. Um they were looking for five thousand. They're currently at seven thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven with three hundred and three backers, and they will be going till May sixteenth, so just a few more days. All right, then round four I started off with Yardmaster, rule the rails. They're looking for eighteen thousand and they have funded their or gotten to their goal. They still have time, they're going till May twenty-seventh. But they're currently at 19,668 with 1,005 backers. All right. And I put up Metacell Genesis, the card game. So that one is going until May 22nd, 2014. And they are looking for $12,000. They're currently at $4,416. So that puts them at uh, just over 36% funded. Oh, and 48 backers. And yeah. again, another uh, pretty solid game that uh, Megan and I took a look at that is struggling to fund. Oh, that's too bad. Well, still got some time. Hopefully they will. Hopefully the uh, thing that they all have in common isn't just us. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> You're bad luck, Jeff. You're bad luck. It wouldn't be the first time I've heard that. <laughs> all right. So then we have our last matchup for that round, right? Yep. For, for, for that five. episode. For that episode. I put up Flick Wars. Man, everything I got to talk about is in the hours. Yeah. <laughs> Flick Wars is got 48 hours to go as of this recording. So, you know, again, by the time you hear it, it'll be over. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for $10,000. Currently at $4,769, which puts them just over 47% funded with 92 backers. This one surprises me. Mm-hmm. A lot, especially since uh, print and play games is is kind of known uh, yeah. for for their work on BGG and and making print and play games for people. So that that one that one really surprises me. Yeah. Right. What do you got? Well, I put up cops and robbers, the card game. They're looking for four thousand. They're only at two thousand, so fifty percent funded with eighty eight backers, and they're going till May seventeenth. So again, only a few more days to get. The rest of the 50%. So I'd say check it out. Check out all these games that are almost funded and hopefully they will. There's always hope. There always is. <laughs> and there's always relaunch if, if need be. Yes, exactly. As long as lessons are learned and you explain them to your former backers, as I always Exactly. Say. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's all the past. That's the past. Let's look to the future. Mm, back right. to the future. Okay, Sarah and I have picks for this time, and I believe you're first. Yes, All I right. get to go first. Ooh, I will go ahead and start with my franchise pick, and I will start with more castles, a castle dice expansion. Yeah, I didn't pick that one. Uh, uh. I figured you were. You were. <laughs> You know me too well. I was like, I I could pick it, but she gets franchise pick first, and that'll probably be her franchise pick. (laughs) Wow, you got me down to a T now. (laughs) I need to be a little more different. Uh, That's okay. I'm really excited about this. I uh, 
backed Castle Dice when it was on Kickstarter before, and it is a fun game. And my only complaint about the, the game is not about the game, it's the box. The original box it came in was a bit too big, has lots of space, lots of space for expansions, and we're finally getting them. So this also gives you an opportunity, if you don't have the base game, you can um, get the base game and the expansion in one go, but it adds quite a lot of things, four unique castle decks, uh, new building cards, and new action. It just, it adds a lot more variety to the game, and which already had a lot of game, a variety with the, you know, because it's a dice-based game, there's already a lot of variety. So this just adds a whole lot more so very excited about that one. And I'm really glad I, I can pick it. It's it's on the cusp because, yeah, and Jeff can make fun of me. They're looking for 13500 and they are currently at 13263 So they are 98% funded with 314 backers. So um, it will fund, but I just am so excited about this. I, I had to pick it and, and risk uh, Jeff making fun of me. <laughs> We actually had a uh, a brief discussion before, not before recording, but actually uh, before I left work today about whether or not it was valid to pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it is. It is. <laughs> so the good news is uh, it, it just launched, looks like yesterday, on the t- May 12th, and it's going till June 2nd. So there's plenty of time to get on, on board and uh, help it fund and help it get to some stretch goals to even further make the, the the expansion robust. I will put up against that outbreak deep okay. space. Outbreak deep space. No? Nope, I didn't pick that. Right. In fact I don't have it on my list. A sci-fi survival horror RPG. So one of the okay, when I first came across this one, it kind of stood out to me because of the, you know, sci-fi survival horror thing, you know, kind of think, you know, Dead Space, that kind of stuff, those kind of video games. Mm-hmm. And then when I started looking at it, I was like, I know this. And then as I scrolled down the page, it's because these guys have made Outbreak Undead. Oh. Which is a fairly popular zombie RPG that came out a few, well, quite a while ago. Um, I, I know I've got one of the original printings and I actually got a chance to talk to these guys a little bit at Gen Con, not like for the podcast or anything. Although, of course, I told them about the podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but just kind of talk in general. And they're, they're pretty cool people. And, and now that I see this, I kind of recall them telling me this was coming down the pipe and now here it is. Yay. So, you know, this is kind of, um, they are going to be working on like a second edition for Outbreak Undead. Uh, but this is kind of out, Outbreak Deep Space is to kind of be able to use the Outbreak universe, if you will, the, the horror genre that they've put together for an RPG and take it into space. So you can kind of create those dead space type, mm-hmm. uh, campaigns and stuff. So it's pretty cool. So, numbers. Outbreak Deep Space is looking for $8,000. They're currently at 7,040, which puts them at 88% funded. It goes until June 1st, 2014 and has 74 backers. So then I get to pick next, huh? Yes, you do. I guess I should go with my franchise pick. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, th- this is going to be an interesting, interesting uh, week for matchups, I think. Mm-hmm. I- I'm going to go Black Market Warehouse. Nope, I didn't pick that one. Really? Oh. I was thinking about it, though. Yeah, it it kind of it kind of spoke to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I I could see it being your kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> it looks to be uh, primarily a card game here, but it's uh, two to four players. Says it plays in about thirty minutes. You basically uh, are running like a black market warehouse, so you've got all of these black market goods that you're trying to sell off to fulfill contracts, and at the same time, you get to screw with your opponent's black market warehouses Mm -hmm. as well to kind of keep them from being able to do it. So it sounds like it's got that really nice screw your neighbor element. So this is, this is a project that maybe should have wrote or reached out to us. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably would have got a raving review. Uh Uh, But uh, yeah, so just the, the idea of it, the, it's a slightly different theme. Uh, it's got the, it seems to have that take that mechanic to it. Uh, this is Fire Squadron's first game, I believe, but, uh, I think they're doing pretty well with it so far. So, uh, they are looking for $5,000 already at $4,366. So that puts them at about 87% funded. 239 backers and goes until June 7th, 2014. Nice. I'm going to pair up against it. Scalawag duels at the sea or at sea. Mm-hmm. I did not pick that. <laughs> okay. Scalawag was uh, a game previously on Kickstarter. It's it's a uh, game card game of combat on the high seas. And it looked really, really interesting to me, except that it only played three to eight players. And 95%, personally, 95% of my gaming is with my husband. So it's usually just the two of us. But the expansion is now on Kickstarter and it allows you to play the game with two players. So that opens it up to the possibility of exciting high seas combat. Basic idea is you're, each player is a captain of their own warship and you're trying to eliminate all the other players or there now introduces um, team play. So they can also do that. So uh, it's very light. They, they say it's casual friendly, and I can see that. It, it is definitely a very light game, um, but sounds like a lot of fun. And now plays for two. <laughs> well, two to eight now. So it, it expands it. It's not just two. They're looking for 8,000, and they are currently at 2,933 with 125 backers. So they're 37% funded, and they go till May 26th. And then you get to take us into the next round. Oh, for the next round. Now it's all wild cards from here. <laughs> I am going to pick Copper Country, the board game. And that will be both of us picking. Okay. Well, I like this game because it, it does a lot of things I like. You explore the wilderness, you're expanding your mining empire, and you're, you're you know, you're exploiting your resources, your miners. So you're, you're typical kind of strategic board game that has area control and resource management, which my husband and I really uh, like. And the theme is is very historically accurate. And there are other board games that do that, obviously, but I haven't seen that too much. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of farming games, but <laughs> this one is set in a particular time at a particular location. And the designers of the board game pulled all that information from their father's life, who the guy's father did re- research and wrote all about Copper Country at the, uni- at the university there. So I found that history very um, rich and very and added a lot to the gameplay, or at least I hope so. So they're looking for 31,200 
They're currently at 6,855 with 100 backers, so 22%, and they go till June 11th. I chose this one as well for a lot of the same reasons that you were talking about. My mm-hmm. hesitancy a little bit is the fact that the 31,000 without going into yeah. it too deep. I didn't go through and see exactly everything you get for what they're looking for. I, I, I mean, I know there's a lot of like wooden pieces and stuff. So, I mean, that the price doesn't, price doesn't scare me. I'm just wondering right. if it'll scare other people. <laughs> no, I agree that the, it is definitely on the higher end. Now to get a copy is not. Exorbitant, but for them to be looking for that much, it, it's a, it's a, makes you pause a little bit and wonder because that is definitely on the higher end for a strategy board game. Yes. And I also had to pick them because they're good Midwestern boys. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get to pick. Yes. Brave the Elements. That one's all yours. Really? I didn't see it. <laughs> It's on my list. All right. Well, Brave the Elements. Miles Ratcliffe, who actually uh, I have had some conversations with. He actually does have an ad on the website, uh, which is kind of cool. And he was trying to uh, reach out for me to review the game. Unfortunately, he reached out, and he but he reached out while I was moving. Oh, so that was that was part of that was a big part of it. I Bad timing. Uh, wasn't able to get back to him as quickly as I would have liked to mm-hmm. uh, strategic tabletop game for two to four players. Discover a land of wonder where the ability to control the four elements, fire, air, earth and water have become second nature. Conjure powerful disasters and infiltrate your opponent's societies while developing your own and defending it from harm. So uh, this has been under, uh, he's been working on this for quite a while. This is not his first game. I think it's the first one he's put on Kickstarter, though, uh, under Chaos Publishing. But I've looked at, I, like I said, I've had the chance to talk to Miles a little bit through email. I've looked at some of the stuff he's he sent my way. And I like what I've seen so far. I, uh, You know, outside of being able to actually play it, I mean, I think the artwork on this is really well done. Mm-hmm. It looks like a clean design. He does have some reviews, including uh, my buddy uh, David over at To The Table, uh, which I'm glad David was able to take a look at it. So it's it's got some love. It is looking for, again, this is a, a UK project, so this is in uh, pounds, but 13500 and you know, I'll just let me throw this out there real quick. Probably should mm-hmm. send this towards it. I kind of had to rush this evening, so <laughs> some of my information isn't as solid as you. Like, I haven't done any conversion. You haven't heard me talk about like, hey, and to get the game and all that stuff because I literally ran downstairs to record with Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I barely got my picks in as as it was. Uh, so this is looking for thirteen thousand five hundred pounds. Currently sitting at 1,592 pounds with 74 backers and goes until June 18th, 2014. So roughly around 11% funded right now. Nice. I'm going to put up against it Fantasy Hero Complete. Go for it. Okay. Fantasy Hero Complete is a 240-page book containing all the rules necessary to play the classic role-playing game Fantasy Hero. And while I've never actually played this, I just like it. I mean, I'm a huge 
role playing uh, fantasy role playing fan. It, it's been the theme I've played consistently throughout my life, and I just really like the idea that they're they're reprinting an old classic role playing system, and they're um, you know sprucing it up and revising it and making it you know available again. And it's affordable because now nowadays you can they almost almost all RPG campaigns will do the PDF, so you can always get it digitally for a lot less. We can't afford the hardback, but even then here it's a difference of ten dollars for the PDF and thirty dollars for the hardback. So I definitely like the concept of it. It's it's you gives you all the tools to create a campaign setting and, and everything you'd like. So I'm very excited about that. And they're looking for 15,000. Uh, they're currently at 10,514. So that's about 70% funded. They have 267 backers and it goes until June 2nd. So then you get to take us into the final round. All right. So for the final round, I actually have another role-playing campaign, Opposing Forces, powered by Fate Core. I saw that one and I mm-hmm. almost picked it because it was Fate Core. And I was like, nah, she'll pick it anyway. <laughs> uh, again, you, you, you know me well. <laughs> uh, again, I'm um, a big fan of the Fate Core. Still haven't gotten it to the table, but I've been reading the books and trying to find time to craft something. But I'm always on the lookout for more books and accessories, especially ones that make it easier for the the game master to create. And that's what this one does. It gives you a lot of rules, new rules and advice on doing tactical, like physical, social, mental conflict. So it's dealing with conflicts. And it has, so it's like a Looks like first 48 pages is all devoted to that kind of thing, how you run scenes with conflict. And then the rest of it, the the other 135 pages are all pre-generated characters and archetypes so that you can pick something and just modify it for what you need. And it's not specific. There's the three general archetypes of sci-fi, fantasy, and then modern. So it's accessible to a wide variety of game masters, depending on on what you're going for, you, you there'll be something in this book. So I'm really looking forward uh, to this funding because it gives tools to game masters like me who who don't really have time but want to be a game master. So they are looking for one thousand five hundred. They're currently at three hundred and twenty nine dollars with fourteen backers, and they go till June eleventh. So then the last thing I have is you'll, you'll, uh, you'll appreciate this when I get down to the description. Okay. Nova Praxis. The oh. Savage Worlds edition for the Savage Worlds campaign. Oh yeah. This was a popular, uh, transhuman sci-fi RPG that was on Fate and Fate Core. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and now it is being, uh, released for the Savage Worlds edition. Cool. So, uh, again, uh, a popular system. Uh, a lot of people have enjoyed it on, uh, Fate Core. And so now it's coming to another popular RPG system, the Savage Worlds edition. So they are looking for $6,500, uh, $621 right now with 28 backers. So that puts them at, uh, just over 9%. And it's going until June 12th, 2014. Nice. So that brings us to the end of draft picks for this time. So let's, uh, last time we didn't have any shout outs. Got any no. shout outs this time? Yes, I have a shout out. Excellent. All right. I'd like to shout out for Transylvania Curses and Traitors. That is a good shout out. 
Yes. Very happy to say that uh, the reason I can't pick this other than it, it uh, having been started a while ago was that it has fund or is, it is, has read their, met their goal. They were looking for 25,000, they're 32,000, but it's just a, looks like a fantastic adventure game. It has kind of a, the hidden trader type mechanic where you can, you know, work together to solve the curse or whatever's going on, or you can go into the dark side and become a monster and then try to kill everybody else. I mean, it's just a lot of different fun things. Um, while I personally am not good with the trader mechanic, it, it does look like it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I really wanted to give a shout out to that. They have 18 days left, so they'll be ending May 31st. Any other shout outs? Nope, that was right. it for me today. I have two. Two. Yes. Snitch from <laughs> Common Man Games. I give that a little shout out. He is looking for $15,000, currently sitting at $8,434 with 147 backers and going until May 30th, 2014. This is, again, from Common Man Games, so Police Precinct and all those uh, wonderful Mm -hmm. games that we've been enjoying. You can, I believe, get a second edition copy off of this, but Snitch itself uh, is a game where you are a detective trying to build a name for yourself with both the bads and and the district attorney. So you're walking a fine line in this game uh, to build your reputation on both sides. So uh, definitely go check that out and uh, give them a little love if that's something you might be interested in. Mm -hmm. Snitch from Common Man Games. And then I've got staying staying in theme. (laughs) I didn't didn't even realize this until I flipped over. Staying in theme, (laughs) my second shout out is Good Cop, Bad Cop (laughs) from Overworld Games. These guys are looking for $3,000. They are funded. It's uh, $4,896, 314 backers going until May 19th. They, uh, it's, it kind of, you know, hid, hidden identities, bluffing, deduction, you know, probably a little, little traitor aspect there. There's a little, a lot of good things here mm-hmm. that uh, I, I'm enjoying. Uh, and, <laughs> And like I was telling Sarah before we recorded, one of the reasons that uh, this is my shout out is because they are, are localish. They're good old, Ooh. good old Minnesota boys. Oh. Fortunately, none of us Minnesota reviewers are on this page. There's, oh. there's at least three of us, <laughs> which I found kind of interesting. I, I kind of chuckled, but obviously, uh, they're doing fine and they do have reviews on the site. So, uh, I just wish I would have known about this before I searched it out because it looks kind of huh. cool. I might, yeah. I might have to get it and see the, uh, the screenshot for the video says $14. So I'm assuming that's what you can get this game for. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't looked down the, the page. Like I said, I scrambled down here, but good cop, bad cop. Go check that one out as well. Nice. So that will bring us to the end of another draft pick edition. Oh, what do you think, Sarah? I think that was a good one. <laughs> At least it'll be an interesting one. <laughs> it, it will. There, there were some, you know, uh, I told you before we get, uh, I've started hearing comments about how we come up with some interesting projects that some people may not have heard of. Yeah. This may be one of those episodes. I think so. People are going to be like, huh, I hadn't heard of that. Well, the good news is you can go check it out. 
Yes. <laughs> and uh, like we've said before, just, you know, the we we built a playful competition around the fact that we really do just want to highlight a bunch of projects that you might not have heard of before. Exactly. Uh, again, one of our criteria is it can't be funded. So uh, our draft picks, when we make them, definitely still need your assistance to uh, become a reality. Yep. All right. Well, thanks once again for hanging out with us. I'm Jeff King. And I'm Sarah Reed. And as always, check out these projects or find a few of your own on Kickstarter and pick yourself a winner. Yeah. This podcast is a proud member of the GeekCast Network. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other podcasts with a geek culture slant, head over to geekcastnetwork.com, where you will find podcasts such as Two Bald Geeks, a podcast by two bald horror movie fans that dissect one horror movie a month, saving the spoilers for last. The GeekCast Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at geekcastnetwork.com.